0: Hello and welcome to Connect, the weekly podcast for the California MBA, featuring one-on-one interviews with movers and shakers in the mortgage industry. I'm Susan Malazzo, CEO of the California MBA, and I'm very happy that you could join us today. Before I get to today's guests, I'd like to thank our 2023 President's Council sponsors. And these are a group of companies that provide a tremendous amount of financial support for our association, in large part, so that we can continue to be that strong voice for the real estate finance industry before the California State Legislature and our regulators. So I'd like to thank our 2023 President's Council sponsors, and those companies include AmeriHome, ArchMI, Consolidated Analytics, Funding Shield, Guild Mortgage, Encelerate, Rocket Mortgage, and Western Alliance Bank. Thank you all so much for your support in 2023. We greatly appreciate it. And with that, I'm very happy to welcome today's guest. I'm happy to welcome Michael Pearson from a and Mortgage. Michael, welcome.
1: Ah, great, it's great to be here. Thanks for the invite.
0: Happy to have you on Connect. Uh, so I'd love to get started with uh, people's background and how they came to the mortgage industry. So why don't you tell us what brought you into the mortgage business? Sure.
1: No, I went to school to be a mortgage broker. Um, does anyone ever answer that way? We all no, kind of no, get into this no, a different no, no, direction, no. right?
0: I, five. I wanted to be a mortgage banker. Yeah, nobody ever says that. <laughs>
1: <All right. laughs> so yeah, so I'm uh, Mike Pearson. Um, uh, senior VP at A and D Mortgage, uh, working business development. So I got into this business in 2001 uh, for Chase Manhattan Mortgage Corporation, it was called at that time, and their wholesale unit. So working with mortgage broker businesses. Uh, so I started in operations and underwriting and closing and all the behind the scenes stuff. Worked my way into sales, and uh, that's kind of where I started in the business. I've done everything from Correspond to retail, wholesale, across the spectrum over the last 20 plus years.
0: Wow, you have done it all. That's a, That gives you a great, <laughs> uh, a great background. Most people have like one or two, but it sounds like you have a, a wide swath.
1: Uh, we keep busy, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, 2023, definitely one of the more challenging years we've had in quite some time. What can a company do to um you know be competitive in a purchase market like this
1: a very difficult business um you know we we have talks with our customers across uh, you know the multi-channels that we work and it's about diversifying what we're doing uh, definitely there's a lot of margin compression and things happening from a pricing perspective so staying sharp with that streamlining business operations to make sure that you're you know working the, the business that we're blessed to get as efficiently and as quickly as possible. Um, those are some of the things that we talk about you know definitely being um, you know aggressive with new product ideas to reach new customers um, so yeah it's uh, it's a tricky time for sure but uh, yeah people are managing you know people are you know getting sharp with what they're doing and we're starting to see business rebound in some sectors.
0: how does uh, how does A andD set themselves apart from their competitors?
1: So we work really hard on the process and delivering technology for our customers resources that they can use to get like I said more more business done more efficiently more more quickly. So we do a lot of investment even in downtimes like right now we're we're putting huge investments into technology um whether that's OCR technology or whether that's uh, you know a, a better customer portal interface to to be able to process loans faster. Um any of those things that can you know, sharpen the lead time and less back and forth. Uh, you know, making it more efficient to do business, um, and that's the direction that we're we're going into. You know, trying to make the business uh, a little bit more streamlined. And what can be a very uh, confusing industry at times, uh, so that we can deliver the best process that we can to our customers.
0: Great, that's wonderful. You you mentioned just a moment ago. Uh, you know, diversifying products and uh, you know, making sure that you can deliver to you know every type of borrower. What are some opportunities in the non-QM lending space right now?
1: So we're seeing uh, that's one area of growth that I have seen over the last six months or so is in is in the non-QM space and I've had this conversation a lot you know when we first started seeing these programs it was kind of a one-size-fits-all, you know, self-employed borrower bank statement kind of loans. Um, the the space within the non-QM realm has really changed significantly. Um, there is a loan for almost any type of borrower who is unable to find traditional financing. Um, you know, with two factors: one, their you know ability to repay the mortgage, and two, that it's they're buying a property that fits uh, fits guidelines. But other than that, there is a lot of alternative financing. We've seen a huge growth in uh, self-employed borrowers We've seen a huge growth into foreign nationals, so uh, foreign borrowers that are investing in the United States. And then second mortgages, um, you know, we see that all over the place, whether it's HELOCs or we do a lot of fixed rate second mortgages, a tremendous amount of growth in those areas. Um, and that's really, you know, help, st- help stabilize us, you know, uh, so that those are some of the things that we're seeing in the non-QM space.
0: So oh, it's fantastic. You're taking a, a wide view of the whole market, right? Take all the opportunities that you can
1: yeah you have to look for opportunities where they are um, you look at where borrowers where there's activities you know we, we see like i said a lot of foreign borrowers that are investing in the u.s that's an opportunity we see borrowers who have equity tied up into properties where they may not want to refinance their first mortgage because they were blessed to get the rates of uh, 20 2021 21. Um, yeah. So accessing equity through second mortgages to take care of things that they want to do. Um, and then there's there's always a need for borrowers who are purchasing properties who, you know, with the higher interest rates especially, are unable to qualify for traditional financing, um, looking for ways to provide alternative documentation to get loans done.
0: Right. So talking about those borrowers that, um, you know, in today's market, how, how are you working with brokers that might be combating some fears of their clients about whether or not it's the right time to buy. You know, we've had such low interest rates for so long. Now we're, you know, at the highest rates in quite a while. Mm -hmm. Are you working with brokers as they're reaching out to their borrowers about this market?
1: Well, you know, obviously, like anything else, it starts with a conversation about what are the needs or what are the goals of the borrower? right? Like that, that's where it really starts. Um, I mean, we live in the United States where the biggest uh, uh, wealth driver is equity, home equity and a property, right? Sure. So, you know, getting into a mortgage is a positive step financially. Uh, that is very difficult in a high rate environment and areas with the U.S. where values are starting to either stop, <laughs> stop the growth or starting to shrink down a little bit. It's definitely a more difficult conversation, but getting into a home and starting to Grow equity and starting to build wealth for your family is, a, is an important step and you know and and most uh, you know, most families across the U.S. So we talk about that. We talk about ways to get in uh, to mortgages. We do talk, uh, although none of us have a crystal ball of when rates may drop. Um, there is a potential refinance opportunity should at some point the rates start to uh, dip back down into a range where that would make it worth it for them to do. Uh, so. You know, it's it's all it all starts with a conversation with the borrower and what they're looking to do um, and where the value is um, for that family.
0: Right. Right. I think that's yeah, that's good advice. Talking with communication, key key factor to any transaction like that. Right. Absolutely. So, Michael, you know, we talked at the beginning of our conversation about, um, you know, your career. Uh, you have had a long, successful career in the mortgage industry. What advice would you give to someone who's just starting out?
1: just starting out one it's it's always networking and partnering with people right so it it starts with humans it starts with communication Um, that's always a great place to start Uh, we're in a tricky environment when it comes to guidelines but knowing what you can do knowing what uh, you can do for borrowers knowing what other opportunities there are out there um, but at the same time striking the balance of not trying to do everything and be everything to everyone you know find Areas of opportunity within your networks, and really become the master at those programs and and within those networks to be the expert, not kind of know a little bit about a lot of things, but really be the subject matter expert in that in that topic or program.
0: Oh, that's great advice. And this is a great industry for networking. I think people want to help new entrants into the market. You know, they want they want to pass on their knowledge. So I think that that's a a great uh, a great aspect of the mortgage industry.
1: Without a doubt, um, you know and and you know working with your lenders finding out what they do and it's more important than ever to really spend the time to understand your investors and your takeouts and who you're delivering loans to, what makes them tick what gets the loans done quickly and smoothly so that you're not having all the back and forth and you know the clunkiness that can come along when you're you know trying out a new lender right so really spend the time to invest. Pair down your relationships to what really suits your business and then just execute on that you're going to deliver a better experience for your client and you're going to save yourself a lot of headaches
0: That's, that's great advice thank you Um, You know, I uh, am very grateful for the support that Andy Mortgage has given to the California MBA. Thank you um, for your membership. You participate in uh, different committees and activities with our association. We're grateful for that. Can you share with our listeners why Andy chooses to invest in the California MBA?
1: Well, we find it incredibly, uh, incredibly important for people to get dialed into trade associations, Um, the the education specific to the MBA, the the education resources. uh, We rely on a lot of the economic reports and and things that you put together. Um, So it's really a give back for for all that you do for your members and um, that you do for, you know even non-members across your area um, the the resources that are done and we we have these conversations whether we're speaking to mortgage broker communities mortgage lending communities bankers um, get involved with your associations on the local state national level Uh, it's incredibly important and we find you know, almost person by person, people who are dialed in and involved in trade associations have a higher level of professionalism, higher level of education in the programs. And uh, it's just, it's easy for us to be involved because we, you know, the customers that we work with are involved as well.
0: Well, that's good. And again, thank you so much for your support for our association. We really appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. It's great to be involved.
0: And thanks for being on Connect today. This has been a great conversation. Uh, we will, I will hope to see you at one of our events uh, sometime here in the future.
1: I'm out there all the time. i love to get together.
0: And thanks to all of you for joining us on today's episode of Connect. Uh, to access any of our past episodes, you can follow us on our YouTube channel. We're also available on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. That's it for this week, and we'll see you next time on Connect.